What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, Coin and I give you some beers, and we discuss Chicago jerseys spotted at a Luke Combs concert. We'll draft the best and worst English-speaking accents and talk some NBA. Lastly, Stumptown, and then we out. Let's do it. I just cut my nails. Wow. Mmm. That, my friends, is the sound of a couple crisp brews being popped. And this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Ricky Shoe. That's right, everybody. Welcome back to The Ricky Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, Mr. 503. Mm-hmm. He was recently cast in part two and part three of Fast and the Furious 10. Elvis Coin. Unbelievable. Aha, uh, what up, Coin? He has trouble getting into tight spaces. That's why we call him Panolium Jelly. A uh, what up, Noel? <laughs> that one took me a second. I had to, oh, it took me until the end of your <laughs> sentence to figure out what you were saying. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say Clostra Nolbic or something like that. Ah, that's. Yeah. It's not it's as good. A different disease. But well, no. <laughs> tight spaces. I just you know it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, coin. Good to see you. How are you? Yeah. You too, man. I'm doing great. Good. Uh, obviously, just ecstatic over the announcement that there's going to be a part two and part three of Fast X. So. What are the odds that? Well, so here's the thing. The writers and the directors and the producers. I am convinced that it's a giant troll job by those guys. Yeah. But I don't think any of the so. cast are in on the troll job. Like, <laughs> Vin Diesel thinks that just the people are clamoring for 12 of these movies. Oh, Vinny D. I, these movies make I don't. Are they still making money? Because, like, the budgets are getting insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> Somebody at my work today was like, we were talking about them. They are like, you know, in the last one, they sent Mike Winchell and Lil Bow Wow to space, right? <laughs> and I yeah. was like... It's a good way to put it. They definitely did do that. Uh, so it's um, it's pretty ridiculous. But I think yeah, I think they're making money. They got to be. It was a it was a good week on Twitter of like everybody that did you see the thread that was the uh, what was the moment in the Fast franchise? You're like, all right, come on. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of people were posting this. I saw. I hadn't seen it yet because I haven't watched any of the last like four movies probably. But it's when. Dom and Letty are driving off the cliff in the car and they hit the bridge and he hooks the wire and like swings the car around. That, that is, is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to decide if that's more or less realistic than like jumping between skyscrapers. I think it's less. Like, they, come on. How do you possibly hook it? Like, come on. That was what I was, I was watching. I watched it a couple times and I was like, I think he turns his tire to like essentially use the tire like an arm and grab it and then let's go. I'm like, come on. He's just the best driver there is. What That's a freak. True. I, I, it might've been, it might've been the rock flexing out of the cast for me. That was, I mean, obviously before that, there's a few you're like, Jesus, but that one you're like, oh, okay. For some reason, the one that gets me and it's probably overlooked by many is like, when Statham and Vin Diesel are fighting on top of a parking garage and the parking garage like collapsing and at one point Vin Diesel just like runs up and stomps really hard and it collapses yeah, they the roof. That. I'm that like, was in there. 
<laughs> That's fucking concrete and rebar. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> oh, that, uh, somebody definitely posted that one. That was that's beautiful. Yeah, good I writing. Didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Coin. Let's. It's uh, sad that with this writer's strike going on, we won't get that kind of cinematic <laughs> ingenuity. Yeah, imagine now what the what the plot is like without writers. Does that mean it's just going to be <laughs> more realistic? Stop, he just or like, just even worse. He just like spit on the ground and it's like. <laughs> Maybe he. It's like voice activated. Like. Yeah. Drops. Drop floor. <laughs> <laughs> he announces his move like a Mortal Kombat guy. <laughs> Finish him. Uh, we can only hope. Um, all right, let's dive in. Coin, what are you drinking for me this evening? No, I have for you from Steeplejack Brewing here in mm. Portland. I believe I've mentioned yeah. there before. It's it's a cool place. It's um, it's it's a converted church, and so the place has like a ton of stained glass inside. Mm-hmm. It's like set up pretty. And it's got the really tall ceilings up there. It's it's really cool. I like it. I've been there a few times, um, and I haven't seen their beer in gas stations before, and I just saw this one. So it is just the uh, Northwest India Pale Ale. Sadly, no fun name, but it's a pretty clean. Um, it's 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 the olive green and cream can. Okay. It's pretty nice. I kind of like the way it looks. You know, it's fine. And the beer is very good. It's fine. It doesn't it doesn't yeah. do anything for me. Yeah. At some point, we've ranked would, like hundreds fair. of beer. We 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 got to be a little more critical, I think. That's that's totally fair. I mean, I think with maybe your, I'll give them some grace on just like this. This is your flagship IPA. Maybe you just you know goes a little basic, but in the same vein, maybe you don't, and you do something <laughs> really fucking cool. Um, it 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 is kind of like a wrap. It's very strange. It's hard yeah. to describe. Because yeah. the bottom, you can't feel any like label separation, but at yeah. the top, I definitely can. I can yeah. see it. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay, but it's a good beer. Or so, maybe we have to be really uh, effusive in our praise of all beers in case somebody hears it and wants us to wants to sponsor us. That's a very good point. It's the greatest can I've ever seen. Considered, yeah. Every beer we've ever ranked is the best one ever. Somebody, just, I mean, it seems like there's a few companies that could use our PR help <laughs> right now. So that's fine. It's true. We have dozens of fans. Um, glad to hear it, Coin. No, what are you drinking for me? Coin, I'm drinking from Three Floyds Brewing out of Munster, Indiana, a common uh, brewery out here. Uh, they have the Zombie Dust is like one of their most famous ones. This one is called Zombie Ice. Oh, um, sick. It's got like kind of a White Walker looking face on there. Yeah. Black with blue. Um, I think it's just like more alcohol than the zombie dust. It's the undead double pale ale is what they call it. Eight and a half percenter, uh, 19 ouncer. So once again, we'd be drunk off one beer. Yeah, I I actually, I pulled back. I was about to get a a 19 ounce, like nine percenter. And I was like, I I don't really need that right now. (laughs) That was a good job by you. I I was actually going to stick with, so when we... I'll tell you about my last weekend, but we came home with a bunch of vodka uh, soda seltzers that we wanted to try because all these other companies are trying to recreate high noons now, like White Claw and Truly. So we have yeah. both White Claw and Truly vodka sodas in my fridge. And I was going to go with okay. one of those, but then I kind of hurt my foot the other day. <clears throat> and so I went to the store to get some ibuprofen. And while I was at the store, I decided to pick up a beer. Nice. Yeah. I like the... Yeah, like the commitment to the beers. 
All right, going. Is, is, okay. is your little foot okay? <clears throat> I don't know. It kind of fucking hurts. I literally went. Katie and I just went for a run. It was the first outdoor run I've done this year. And then we were, we walked home, and then my foot's been hurting ever since. And we're about to go on a trip to Italy where we're gonna do a bunch of hikes and shit. I'm like, God damn it, I fucked up my foot. But we'll see. We'll stay off of it for another day and a half, and well, right. a couple of days. I'll be on a plane, so hopefully it'll be fine. I'll suck it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about your beers over the last couple of weeks, Coin. Uh, pretty chill last weekend, um, and this weekend, honestly, we're gearing up for, I've got back-to-back weddings the next two weekends, so I'm kind of preparing myself to, you know, get really, really hammered at those. Sure. So yeah, good. no, sure. Mm-hmm. I, uh, this, this next one is, Nikki is the maid of honor oh. at the wedding, and so I'm just going to be playing, playing boyfriend, you know, behind the scenes. It's going to be awesome. Couldn't be more happy to not be in the wedding, honestly, and just like hanging out the entire time. So that morning, we are, uh, I'm kind of good friends with one of the other groom or bridesmaids' husbands, and okay. me and him are going to go golfing on Saturday before the wedding mm, Dope in Minnesota, so it should be nice. Uh, but <clears throat> weather update here is that it has been insanely nice. Uh, this last Saturday and Sunday, it was 90 degrees both days, beautifully sunny. Sounds a little too little, hot, little but it was like a slight breeze. Slight breeze, it was nice. Okay. Right. I, I did go play golf on Sunday. Uh, shouts moms and just want to report and inform all those that don't know that I don't know if I've talked about it on here before but the transfusion is just the perfect golf drink I don't know if you've had one yet I was getting kind of annoyed when like the barstool dudes were losing their minds over this drink but it's that good they're incredible I have no idea what you're talking about transfusion is a vodka grape juice Ginger ale and a little bit of lime, and it's like a mixed drink you can get on the course. Oh my god, dude! Unfucking believable. Transfusion, huh? Is that that's a yeah. that's a brand or that's just what people call? It? Just call it what it's called. It's what? It's just what it's called. But I mean, like it's it has that on. It's like in a can or something. Oh or? no 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 no! I think there are like there is a company that makes like a transfusion like mix, but this is just like a mixed drink. That's what I'm asking. Like, it's they, not, like they make yeah, it. It's not a they brand make name. it at the bar. Transfusion yeah. is like uh, Bloody Mary or a, te- a margar- yeah. margarita or whatever. The story goes that it was uh, Dwight D Eisenhower is the possible one that invented it uh, when at his favorite country club he would play at, and it's called the transfusion because it's supposed to be like. That nice transition after your hangover, because that uh, the ginger ale, the bubbly there, and then the the grape juice is nice, like electrolytes and stuff. It's supposed to get you back in the game when you're hungover. Okay, it's wonderful. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, please do. Really good. Why did you say shouts mom? Uh, shouts moms on Mother's Day. Sunday was Mother's Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, you were got me all over the place on that explanation. So. I'm sorry, man. I'm back. I'm, in. I'm going too fast. I'm, I'm back. In. In. Yeah, you're good. Okay. What else? Uh, that's it for my beers. Okay. What about you, Noel? Um, I'll start with golfing as well. Your boy also went ah. golfing. Uh, I did. I did text you about it. We, one of our subcontractors, took us out for during work, of course, on a Friday. So I got to golf instead yeah. of work. Um, I did shoot a one twenty. Pretty bad. I almost shot a one twenty yesterday. But not bad so. for me. I had a nice fifty five on the front nine, and then I fell apart. I had a baby. Nine. I told I you baby. I did have a sick birdie. Uh, that was like a 120-yard hole that uh, felt really nice. And that was flanked by like an 8 and a 9, I'm pretty sure. And then I also got 10s on the last two holes. So really good <laughs> stuff, really good stuff. Um, 
but everything was paid for, of course. The booze, the hot dog, the, the chips, everything I got was mm, for free. How was the doggy? So, the dog was, was very was good. It hit the spot. Nice. Hit spot. Have we um, talked about are you are you transitioned to like are you just starred and relish now or what's your what's your deal on dog? No, I I'll get ketchup if it's just like a a typical dog. I pretty much will put everything on it if you're at like a golf course or a, a whatever. If you're in Chicago at like a, a game or somewhere that has legit Chicago dogs with all the fixings, like the sport peppers and the, you know, pickle or the um, tomatoes and all that jazz, I will not get ketchup. I'll get it the way that it's intended. But I, I'm not like anti-ketchup like Chicagoans if, if I don't have the perfect fixings, if that makes sense. That's fair. Okay. That makes sense. Um, that night, though, my buddy Kenji came into town. Uh, from oh. Milwaukee. So we went out. We went to this. Um, it's actually a Japanese restaurant, but they have this bar down, downstairs that claims to have the best burger in Chicago. So we mm. did have that burger. It's on a bao bun, like a fried bao bun. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was definitely one of the top three burgers I've ever had in my life. It was fucking amazing. That good? Really good. Need to go back there. Um, wow. And speaking of, you were talking about transfusions. My most recent drink of choice, Tom Collins. You ever have a Tom Collins? Um, no, but that is like, I think that's Leah's drink of choice. Is, uh, are you a gin guy at all? I love gin. It I is gin. gin, soda water, uh, freshly squeezed lemon juice, ideally, and then just sugar, basically, like the sugar syrup. Sugar water. They are mm-hmm. very good, very refreshing, big gin guy. So uh, we were drinking Tom Collins, and... We were making a joke because I told Kenji that and we're at the bar and I asked the, the bartender for one and she didn't remember what they were. And so she's like, what kind of vodka do you want? And I was like, uh, I hope you make it with gin. Um, and she's like, oh. The gin kind. She's like, oh, I haven't made it in so long. I forgot. That's fine. <laughs> so she brought them to us and then we were just joking with the bartender the whole night. And so we started calling them TCs. So I would just wave to the bartender be like, another round of TCs over here. We're going to need some TCs. And she was loving it, so. Shouts to Tom oh, Collins. Yeah. I don't know who Tom, Tom Collins is. No, neither do I. He's I like got great taste. Drink. I mean, that's, that's the dream, right? Yeah. Um, two more things. One, um, we went to this awards banquet. So my company was nominated for the CBC Merit Awards, which is the Chicago Building Congress. Of course, you know, you know the CBC Merit right. Awards. The yeah. CBC. Yeah, yeah we do it every year. Um, we won the best commercial construction over $50 million, so... That's a that's a thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what that amounted to for me was a bunch more free booze and food that night. That's, so, I mean, the greatest gift of all, some say. Fantastic. That was a Thursday night, so that was nice. Um, okay, last thing, my last thing, and this will tie into our next segment. So uh, we went to a Luke Combs concert at Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, I'd never been to a concert at Soldier Field. Say what you want about um, stadium concerts. They, you know, they are what they are, but it also rained a little bit but not like too much. So it was kind of a nice vibe. It was like warm sprinkled a little bit. Yeah. Um, first, first thing I noticed the guy that opened, his name was Riley green. I've never heard of him before. He's a country singer. I feel like he's Reed Nelson, uh, his long lost brother. I told Reed this ridiculous shouts to a fan of the pod. Reed. Charles Reed. Um, speaking of Reed, the, uh, the setup between the two that we had at the Cubs game. Remember I talked about on the pod, they're going on mm-hmm. date number two, so matchmaker, rookie show matchmaker, still still Shots. working. Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> lastly, so this is what I want to get into after beers. You don't have any other beers? 
No more beers. Okay. Um, so Luke Combs came out mm-hmm. rocking a bear's hat, which I love. I don't know, I probably said this on the pod, but if I was a, an artist or a singer, I would be ripping that city's jersey at every concert, whatever city I was in, no unless it was like Dallas. I'm not wearing a Cowboys jersey. But, so I appreciated the bear's hat. Luke Combs has a very specific look. He wears these like short sleeve black button down um, like fishing shirt, basically. Like that's all he wears it's, like it's every PFG. day. It's He's, he's yes, a Columbia yes, 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 sponsor yes, yes. guy. That's yeah. right. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. For some reason, the one he came out in was ripped in the armpit and it was also slightly too small. And he's a huge dude. So he just had his yeah, bare belly hanging out and his armpit out the entire <laughs> concert. I was like, this guy's awesome. I love it. <clears throat> but speaking of the Bears hat, so Katie and I had a little competition going into Luke, Luke Combs' concert. We were each allowed to pick three jerseys slash jersey tees of Chicago teams that we thought we might see at the concert. You had to pick a football, a basketball, and a baseball. So that said, I'd like you to go ahead and pick your three, and, I'll, and then we'll grade them, and I'll tell you how we did. Picked, so I'm just guessing three that I thought were there. We're going to be three there. Chicago team, yeah, that you think somebody may have worn at the concert. Okay. You need a baseball, a football, and a basketball. Uh, I'll let you I'll overlap go... with our picks if you pick them, but we did a draft style. So. Right. Oh, there's definitely a Schwarber one there. I mean, he fits that vibe kind of. Okay. That, I'm going to have to think. I, I think there was a Schwarber one. But I, I okay. that's not one that sticks out in my mind, but okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you. Good pick. I'll give you a backup. Would have been Chris Bryant, probably. There was definitely a Chris Bryant, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, do I go away from Michael Jordan even? I'll just go Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. I really, so somehow neither of us picked Michael, and I did not see a Michael Jordan jersey. Although there okay. probably was one there. So I'd say overall two good picks. Short was an interesting pick. He was like, he was like the fifth most famous guy on this Cubs team. So you know. Yeah, but he definitely fits the vibe. Of <clears> sure, guys. sure. I like that. I yeah. like that though. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say you're uh, you're like one and a half for two. We'll say. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'll say my my backup for for the Bulls actually would have been probably like Pippen or something like that. Um, and then what am I football football? Uh, I'm going to go Erlacher. Erlacher. Okay. Great picks. Um, so before I tell you, if you won that one, I'll tell you our picks. So Katie had the first overall picked pick and she went with Rizzo, which was decent, but no Rizzo's. We looked all Nary night. a Rizzo jersey. Nary a wow. Rizzo. So my first pick, Justin Fields was by far the best pick. There was like six of those things at the concert. Yeah. Um, they like actual football jerseys? I guess they're at Soldier Field, might as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Actual football jerseys, yep. Uh, I think she went with Levine, and I don't know if we saw one. I don't think we saw a Levine jersey. I'm going to give her a no on that one. I tried to get fancy because I think that was the day the uh, Heat and Knicks were playing, and I thought maybe somebody would be rocking up Bulls Jimmy Butler, so I kind of went off the, the beaten path there. Uh, did not see that. That was a bad pick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she did go with Erlacher for her third choice. And then I went baseball. I went Tim Anderson, White Sox, because a little closer to the south side. Mm. And sure enough, front row, there was a dude wearing the Field of Dreams, number seven, Tim Anderson jersey. So that was a good pick. That's pretty sick. So Erlacher, yes, we did see an Erlacher pick. Um, so ultimately, Katie got one out of three, and I got two out of three. But here's a caveat. During the encore, Luke Combs comes on in an Erlacher jersey. 
Oh, shit. Is that extra points? I don't know. I feel like it probably should be. I feel like it is, yeah. Like uh, maybe like an extra half point is what it would have been. It would have maybe so been like a tiebreaker like, if we'd tied. Yeah, like a tiebreaker type. Yeah. Doesn't put her over the top. Okay. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Then I did win two to one. But uh, it was a, it was a good time. It was nice. And you, you'd spend some time, especially in a big stadium concert. There's a lot of time between the acts. You can people watch and just be scoping for jerseys. So that was, was our there game. a big crew with you guys? Nope. There's two of us. Just you two? Yeah. Nice, dude. I've, I think I've mentioned this to you before, but I've, my buddy, uh, my buddy Casey that lives here that I golfed with yesterday played baseball with Schwarber at Indiana. Mm. That's awesome. You still hate Schwarber? And he's like, uh, I've come around a little bit. <laughs> okay. He's not play, He doesn't play for the Cubs anymore. Right. Right. Um, and I was like, so if, like if I ever run into him, which is like a possibility, you know? I was like, and I mentioned you. He's like, yeah, he'd know I was. So yeah, there you go. That's pretty sick. Cool. Just having uh, a celebrity know who you are is a pretty cool thing. Or like having a celebrity's phone number or something. Yeah, exactly. I don't have any of those, I don't think. No, neither do I. Not now, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, that's a good point. Not yet. Uh, so I guess that was still beer, so that's, that's all I got for beers. Anything else? Uh, nope, no more beers for me. Okay. <laughs> All right, Corinne, we'll roll into our next segment here, and uh, I'm going to talk a little more about the concert because <clears throat> the first opener at the concert was a female artist by the name of Lainey Wilson. Have you heard of her? No. Okay. She's a semi-famous country artist, I guess. She's got a few songs on the radio, but have you seen she's the no most Carly recent? Pierce. She's no what? No Carly Pierce, though. Carly Pierce shouts. <laughs> um... <laughs> Are you a Yellowstone fan? What's that? Are you a Yellowstone fan? The no. TV show? Okay. No. Well, I'm guessing there's some listeners who are Yellowstone fans, and in the most recent season of Yellowstone, uh, this girl, Lainey Wilson, is in the show, and she's basically playing herself by a different name. So she's like a little country singer in the town. Any Hoosiers, that's just to tell you who she is. She has a very thick, I think, Texas or Louisiana accent. Um, and while she, whenever she would talk in between songs, I couldn't, couldn't help but think of like, how would I feel if Katie sounded like this and I had to listen to this voice all the time? Um, so we'll probably get to that, but yeah. with that said, and also the fact that I'm about to take a trip to Italy in two days, uh, Coin had the genius idea that we would rank, uh, accents. Yep. That's it. Just, That's I, it. I have, I spent a lot of time thinking about it just... You know, as a person that is a massive hater, a self-admitted hater, and, uh, you know, just don't want to see anybody enjoy anything. Yeah. I just enjoy really picking apart, especially because I think in Montana, we just, we don't have an accent at all. I feel like we just speak very normal English the correct way. And right. uh, I think it just bugs the shit out of me sometimes when you hear certain accents. Or there's ones that I really like. I just, I changed my mind, by the, by the way. Let, let's do a draft. We were going to do okay. ranking, but we'll just, we'll just draft them. That. I got a way to do it. Okay. So we're going to do best and worst. So I think we probably start with best, right? <clears throat> yeah, let's start with best. Okay. Um, I can't find my trusty quarter that we always use. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm going to flip a Zintin. I, that my, <laughs> my gas station was out of chills, so I had to go with citrus. Kind of this lime green looking thing. <laughs> okay. It's uh, it's not my favorite. I wish okay. I hadn't gotten it. I wish I'd have gotten kind of any other flavor. It would have been mm. better for me. Okay. Well, I've now you know. I've been going with menthol for a while. Yeah. Now you know. You won't get right. it again. All, All right. right. Yeah. 
Call it in the air. Yeah, tails never fails. It's tails. It is tails, huh? Okay. I don't know. I don't know what the move is. All right, I'm going to go with... <clears throat> I'm going to take Irish number one. Nice. Um, Good pick. Here's my thoughts on Irish. It's like my favorite to listen to other people say. I, I kind of change the criteria for each of these picks. Um, and so they don't really align very well because I don't think they would be my top choice for what I would want to have. Uh, yeah. But like maybe it'd be my top choice for who I'd want to be around. I, I like that. It's kind of fun to listen to Irish people talk. It is. It is. Especially because yeah. I feel like it, it's, it's one of those things, one of those places too, where, you know, every, you go six miles and somebody speaks a different accent inside of Ireland. And I feel like they fall back more and more into this kind of different dialect that you're not used to hearing at all. That is true. It is, uh, it, it's going to be an interesting part of this because it's, a, it's an interesting thought. Do you think there are as many, say, British dialects or like subsects of British accents as there are, like, American accents or more. Oh, I think there's more. More. There's way more. Yeah. So it's funny because I'll probably just use British accent at some point, even though that's a very yeah. broad spectrum. But for us, it's, they're all similar in a I lot of ways. I think that so. you would probably do, like, <laughs> London proper British is essentially what you're thinking yeah. of, right? Yeah. Well, I guess I'm jumping the gun here because we'll probably talk about British. So Irish Not number one pick. Those. All Irish accents. Not bad. Not bad. I'm happy okay. to get my one one okay. on the board though. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you know. I I'm taking Australian. Can you think of a good time accent? Just people yeah. who are just happy to be around wherever they're at. It's they're just in a good mood. Everything they say is funny. I don't even think they say serious <laughs> things to each other. It's just sarcastic all the time. That's very true. And uh, you get to say and you get to say the C word pretty <laughs> confidently. That's very true. I didn't factor that in. So are you, do you distinguish at all between you'd want to have that accent versus you just want to be around that accent? I think it plays into both. I think okay. if there's one I'd be wanting to have, I would probably come close to picking Australian. But I know like if I'm thinking I'm around people, I want to be around Australian people and okay. Australian accents. So I think we both went with the biggest, the, the same criteria for our first pick. Because I'd say Aussie yeah, was probably number two for me. Or 1A to Irish of, like, those are the people I want to be hanging out with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, I like it. Good eye, Mike. Crikey. I wasn't... Nah, nah, nah. Crikey. <laughs> okay. Number two. Well, this feels like I'm just going with what we just talked about. I'm going to take British number two, even though it's very similar with Irish. Uh, again, I didn't really plan for the draft, so strategically I'm not really sold on my strategy here. But that's Okay. British is the one that's, like, easiest to imitate in a lot of ways and most fun to imitate. Again, I'm not picking it for um, necessarily who I want to be around. That would be the Irish and the Australian. But I would want to have a British accent. I think, like, it's always you see rankings of, like, the sexiest accents and you think of, like, the uh, James Bonds of the world. And Mm. whenever someone's on a TV show or movie that's smart, they have a British accent. That's usually a sign that they're smart, even though it doesn't necessarily apply to real world. Um, and then, obviously, like you mentioned, there's different subsects of that. I would, I want to have like a Lannister accent, not like a uh, football player from Ted Lasso accent. You know? No. I don't know no. where within London or England we're talking, but like you want the proper one. You don't want like the fucking Roy Kent or the. I think it's it's it'd be like Cockney. 
is what I, okay. that's kind of what I think when I think British too. Is just oh, I might. What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Getting on. No. Yeah. I do not want like, that. That's kind of. Or uh, who's the? Or have you seen Ted Lasso? Right. Yeah. What's the What's the main girl? That's uh, with Roy oh, Kent. Keely? Hers is the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. They so made like her a pretty central part of the show, and it is it is rough. I have not like, seen not season three, so don't spoil season three. But yeah, she, her accent's deaf. But I want like a, you know, just like a James Bond or Harry Potter. That's I just think the, the James Bond one way to put it. That's a that's a good way to put it. Because okay. I definitely kind of when I think British accent, I do kind of think like Cockney British. And okay. I, I'm just okay. not really that in on that. <laughs> But I don't think it's a bad pick. Okay. Um, ooh, between these two. I think I can get both of them, but I just, there's no way you would have that other one. I'm pretty sure. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to take... So this is kind of going to take a little bit of that finessing to kind of what you did with... You want the London proper James Bond British? Yeah. I want Spanish accents, but like Selma Hayek Spanish accent where it's... Just kind of seductive at all times. Like, that's pretty cool. Or like an Antonio Banderas, even. Mmm, okay. Are they... Yeah. Where, are they from Spain, do you know? I, I don't actually know. I feel Banderas like Banderas probably is. might be South American. I think, oh, really? I think Hayek is too. Uh, oh, he is Spanish. Okay. Right. And... Selma Hayek is Mexican. Interesting. Okay. So I wouldn't have guessed I kinda, that. I kind of want the Spanish or Spain Spanish accent. That's right. The suave. Yeah. I totally get yeah, that. Yeah. The suave kind of one. Yeah. Other ladies like it. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. You don't want like the cholo. Hey, man. What's up? <laughs> not that Hispanic. What's your doing, huh? No, that's not really what I'm going for. That's, that's the like broken Mexican American kind of. You know, that's just I just think of Always Sunny when uh, there's the Charlie McDennis two episode and they have to, like speak in an accent and they get Brazil and they're like, how do you speak in a Brazil accent? And they're like, oh, you're like Hispanic. I'm like, hey, what's going on, Holmes? And you're like, that's, <laughs> that's not Brazilian. Uh, that's not it. OK. OK. I don't hate it. So Spanish yep. of, of Hispanic. OK. I mean, I'm just uh, I'll just yeah. Third, third and final pick, Noel. What do you got? Third and final pick. I have a feeling you, I don't know if you're going to agree or disagree with this, but I'm going to go with the New York accent. Um, oh, interesting. And here's why. I think it's the best American accent in terms of, unless other than just not having one, which I consider us to be like Montanan Pacific Northwest, I would say like to me doesn't have an yeah. accent, but that's also cause I'm from there probably. But, uh, I just think it's the, um, it's stronger. Like we're going to get into the ones I don't like. So I think I'll probably just leave it at that and just talk about what I don't like about the other ones when we get to the worst. But, uh, I like New York accent for in general. And again, there's a lot of variations of New York accent. So I get that that's not, um, very yeah, what specific. part of, what part of New York is like, what can you give me like a word example <laughs> you're kind of thinking of? Uh, <laughs> forget that. <laughs> you have to do the same face for every accent. I do the same thing. You kind of put your arms up, you go, what are you talking about? Like that, that kind of accent? Hey, is yeah, that what you're talking me about? some mozzarella. What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm from some New mozzarella, York. Like, okay, okay, okay. That's like Sopranos style. <laughs> I don't, I don't practice guys. my New York a lot, a lot. I have cousins, that, the words that I say that with the cousins, it's horrible. It's terrible. It's horrible. I have an mm. orange, yellow and orange. Mm, that's getting pretty close to Boston. 
It is, but we'll talk about Boston later, maybe. Okay, okay. <sighs> okay, so, yeah, I'm taking New York. Okay, I like it. That's, okay. Yeah, if there's a dialect, I mean, it's definitely not towards the bottom it's of American way, type accents. No. I get it that it's very vague, but so is British, so fuck it. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, I think this is kind of a curveball in here. I'm going to take Russian accent for my third one. I think it's it plays like very cool in any kind of you know crime thriller like a James Bond style movie or spy thriller or whatever. I just think that the the way it rolls off it is it comes with like a lot of power behind it and a certain like sense of confidence the entire time they're speaking. I think is very cool. I think yeah, you can go a number of ways with that kind of. I would say that Russian, German, Eastern European. Ukrainian, all of those have similar force. You kind of sound like yeah, exactly. a bad guy. It's a fortitude. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, it does have a connotation of it, and it's just it. It does. The only way to speak it is to kind of have an angry almost. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very guttural and back of your throat. I tried to. Uh, I goes into pretty pretty into like Duolingo for a while, mm. and I would do. I would just pop on there, and every day I would do like a few lessons. And there was a while uh, after I quit on Japanese because that was hard. I took probably three or four weeks of Russian. Oh my God. It is impossible. <laughs> there is, it is probably the hardest possible language to learn if you don't speak it. <laughs> if you did not grow up speaking it. That's surprising. Those, never tried those sounds do not come in America the way <laughs> you saw Bosnetsk. It's stuff like that. Whoa. So, all right. So wait, tell me your three. I've got Australian Spanish and Russian. All right, so tell me how those play with what you'd want your partner to have. Oh, that's a good question. I think uh, I think if I if it was for a partner, I'd yeah. probably lean. Obviously, I would go Australian first. Okay. But I think that there is a kind of more interesting understanding, and I think all of them kind of have different um, vibes. Is the best way to put it behind sure. the way the accents come across. Okay. And I have been noted to often be attracted to pretty... This is not anything about my current girlfriend, but I have said in the past when I'm looking for other partners, whether like in college and stuff, I kind of want like a little bit bitchy girl, and that's where the Russian ties in. I'm like, there's this certain... <laughs> like, there's this certain uh, I didn't know where you were going quoi. with that. I didn't know where you were going yeah. with that. Okay, good disclaimer. Good disclaimer. You really yeah. went... Wow, you went totally opposite with your current girlfriend. I know. That sounded sarcastic. It's not. This is not the reason I'm with my girlfriend. I was just trying to do you a favor, but I, I'm not being sarcastic. Nick, you're the best. Um, okay, so interesting, because what I was getting at there was that I really think I would hate having a Russian uh, girlfriend or wife. But Really? Yeah. How come? I just think it would... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you just get used to it, but... It just doesn't turn me on very much, I guess. <laughs> or is like a British, I could, I could have a British wife for sure. I don't know, that's kind of spicy. There's always a threat that she's just going to kill you. <laughs> that's true. You know? Yeah, you just got to be on your toes at yeah. all times. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to do worst and then we can do... Yeah, well, well, well take, talk me through yours. You're just, you're just oh, yeah, just right. The vibe so like, Irish, like, British, what you thought. Irish, British, and New York. Irish and British, obviously a lot in common, and British is pretty vague, but uh, British, yeah, I would probably choose for, for my partner. It wasn't just a regular American accent, but I'd be fine with any of them. And then, yeah, Irish is more of the vibe of who I want to hang with. And New York, I just think, is the best American accent. So I just thought some American should get in there. So Defensible. 
Um, all right. Worst? Yeah, Are you can go first. Or do, I get, do I get to go first? Okay, yeah, you cool. can have first pick. Yeah. There's two ways I could go. I just I would be really upset if I didn't get this one because I have been extremely vocal about how much I dislike this language. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and take French off the board first. I okay. think it is the most conceited <laughs> accent in the entire world. It drives me fucking nuts. There's a... There's an architect that I've worked with on like Zoom calls and stuff that has a French accent that just like he might not even be being a dick, but he just sounds like it. The entire time they're talking to you, you're just you want to punch him in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. OK. So you would not want to have one because you wouldn't want people thinking of that of you or mainly just don't want to be around them. I don't want to be around them. I okay. definitely don't want to. Okay, I'm sure when you have one, it feels great. Yeah. You're, you're just, you think you're better than everybody else all the time. Yeah. It's probably amazing. Yeah. I mean, I already do, but... What, is your, what are you <laughs> taking first? Fuck the French. All right, I'm sticking, I'm sticking domestic here, and I'm taking yeah. a general southern accent. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this with Lainey Wilson. Um, how can you have a southern accent and not sound dumber than someone who doesn't? And the answer is you can't because like, like, listen, I have friends that have Southern accents that are very smart people. I'm not saying you are dumb, but you just sound dumb. Like that's, that's what it is. Like if you want to have somebody sound dumb in a movie, you give them a Southern accent. That's literally what you do. So not only would, that's why I wouldn't want one because I don't think people would take me as seriously. Uh, But also I would definitely not want my spouse to have to sound like Lainey Wilson because that would drive me crazy yeah I do think there are also yeah better and worse ones like I think like Louisiana might be the worst I don't know or oh, uh, well that's that's like Creole Southern that's yeah, just that's maybe horrible. that's the worst yeah ugh, that's gross yeah uh I mean I com- I completely we're in full agreement here. okay there is there is just that general feeling of am I dealing with somebody on a <laughs> much lesser playing field than myself at this exactly moment. it's the opposite of british for me i feel like you want to make someone smart you give them a british accent dumb you give them a southern accent so yeah which when you're when your accent is referred to as a drawl yeah like maybe that's a <laughs> general issue that word just it just you can tell it's it means you're done like those wls don't go together that's not how that works <laughs> uh, okay what's your second pick uh I'll take, I'll take uh, like a, a deep Boston accent, mm. just kind of that. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Blake Lively in the town trying <laughs> to talk to you. Well, don't talk bad about her, but okay. What the fuck are you doing here? Come on. Those <laughs> doing that good. stuff and throwing, yeah, thank you. I'm pretty good at accents. Uh, that, it just, it's similar to kind of the Southern vibe of with, it just how am I taking you seriously in any way right now when... You're talking, you're drawing these A's out for four extra letters. That's not how that works. You know? I'm totally with you. Um, and I realize that to the untrained ear, Boston and New York can sound similar and they can bleed together a little bit. But There is a difference. I feel like Boston is like New York, but like more of, a, more of an insecure douchebag vibe. Like, you know, I don't know. It's like the New York kid got beat up and he went to Boston and, you know. That that somehow morphed into an accent. I don't know how to describe it. And he found a bunch <clears> of <throat> other short, bald Irish guys, and they all got angry and got drunk, and then just fought each other for the next right. ten years. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Boston was on my on my worst list. I was probably going to take it if you didn't. So it's a good pick. Okay. 
<clears throat> okay, um, here's where I go with a pick that I don't want to get in trouble with, but <laughs> this is going to sound a little racist, probably. <laughs> I'm going to take Asian accent. Yes, I know that that's racist <laughs> yeah. because that encompasses a lot of different races. Uh, I'm sure there's people listening here. I'm in a public space, so I got to be quiet, but... I realize that Chinese, Japanese, Korean, you know, probably all extremely different and even have very differences within them. I mean, I just can't tell the difference really unless you hear them side by side. So I'm looping them together. How do you feel about that? Uh, not great. Not great. But yeah, um, I would probably prefer to make you pick, but that's even just because it's funnier. <laughs> all right, fine. I'll take Chinese. How's that? Okay, that's fine. Are you going to take Japanese or Korean? You, can, you won't let me have no, all three? No, I wouldn't. I think it's a beautiful language. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Here's the deal. This is just facts, okay? I'm not trying to, not trying to have, make somebody not have the worst day at their job. <laughs> but the people, again, I'm going back to movies, right? It's how people are portrayed. And I, re- I realize this is stereotypes and stuff. But you don't, like, you don't make the guy that's supposed to be cool in the movie have a Chinese accent. You just don't. You want him to sound like yeah. a nerd? You give him a Chinese accent. I realize I'm I'm the problem, right? I'm the problem. It's me. I get <laughs> no, I it. I mean, it's not you. It's Hollywood. Don't but Hollywood has corrupted my mind. But unfortunately, Jackie Chan, cool guy, but he overcame it. He didn't. He's not cool because of his accent, right? Mm-hmm. He's cool with because of his moves. Um, so I don't want it for me. Like maybe to have one around is like fine, but. I don't, I don't want to have that accent uh, and certainly wouldn't want my spouse to have that accent. That's fair. I, I Is mean, it fair? Am I, I getting canceled? Saying. No, no, no. You're, you're fine. No, no, no. Okay. I don't think so at all. Okay. It's just... It is a t- it, it, I don't think two languages like overlap less than English and Chinese. You know? Right. In Chinese slash Japanese slash Korean. <laughs> Any. I was debating... Uh, well, yeah, okay. We'll, ju- we'll just leave it at that. Um, okay. That's all I have. Okay. What's your um, last pick? Cool. Oh, I have to... I gave that one to you. I give it to myself. Um, my last pick. I just thought of another one I kind of liked. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take Finish. Okay. And it is solely because I've heard some Larry Markin in interview, interviews, and I just mm. don't like what he's got going on there. Mm. It's it's one of those things with him. You you, you kind of have to sound like you have a frog in your throat the entire time, and it would be impossible for me to get past that being around anybody. You kind of have to talk like like these, like pulled back, and you're really excited. It's kind of like that the entire time. <laughs> it's like a half-assed Arnold Schwarzenegger, but your voice can't get that low when you're doing it. What is, is Schwarzenegger um, Austrian? What is he? Austrian. Austrian. Yeah. So is Verstappen, right? He's Austrian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I can't say that I could pinpoint a Finnish accent. See, that's why I'm the racist one because I'd be like, uh, I don't know, Scandinavian. Just think of accent? any Scandinavian. Yeah. yeah any yeah. Scandinavian okay. is pretty much in there. Okay. Um, Swedish yeah, I'm not is a little soft. Swedish is like the uh, like the French combo with Finnish. Mm. It sounds a little bit like the. Oh yeah, we are do- we're doing that good, yeah, kind of thing. <laughs> okay, reminds me of the guy in Frozen, right? He's like, uh, "Yoo-hoo, family!" That guy. Yoo-hoo. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, my last pick, I feel much more comfortable making fun of Americans, so we'll go back here. I'm going to go Midwest. <laughs> I'm taking Midwest. Again, ah, okay. pretty broad because Minnesota can be very different than Wisconsin versus Illinois. Uh, but in general, Midwestern, they're, they're like, they sound slightly less dumb than Southern, and, but slightly less mean than Boston. Nicer than Boston, yeah. smarter than, than, than Southern. Um, but in general, American accents, if you have a, an accent in America, if you have an accent and you're in America, kind of sucks. Like, what's, what's a good... Like, I picked New York because it was the best of the bad, but I don't know. I really wouldn't want an American accent. Oh, yeah, I kind of wish I could redo my pick now. Dang it. That's fine. I mean, you can have another one. You want another bad one? Just just add on to the no, list? No, no, no. It's fine. I'll put on the odd menchies. Okay. I will say Midwest, like Chicago, is like, uh, come over to this and, this and that, and that's what Da Bears comes from. And, oh, I got to go bears. over to this place and that place, and... In Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The Minnesotans. Up north there. Up north. Um, all right. Oh, no. Did your car run into some trouble, buddy? <laughs> that's like that's Canadian. That was like a letter Kenny yeah. accent. <laughs> well, it's Minnesota's close to Canadian. That's like, I'm thinking north, north Minnesota. Yeah, that's way north. to put that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a difference between Midwestern and, like, the Canadian, like, Minnesota north, right? Because I, I kind of think that's kind of, they sound just nice. Right. Yeah, I think Midwest, like Chicago, I think of, and, and Wisconsin even has a lot of the similar ones, and mm-hmm. which is kind of annoying. Okay. Uh, all right, what did we miss, or Jan Menchies, or what else you got? You want to go, you want to go. Oh, yeah, talk about what we got. Uh, yeah. So for worst, I have Southern accent, we'll say Chinese accent, and uh, Midwest accent. Yeah, tough. Pretty racist of you. <laughs> I took French, uh, Boston, and Finnish. Let me just ask you, if there was an Asian guy in a movie and he had an accent, let's, let's say it was a cartoon and you couldn't see what he looked like. Uh, or, well, <laughs> I guess the cartoon they can make him look like a certain, whatever. You just hear the, you just hear the voice, right? It's a freaking animal right. with an Asian accent. Could you tell the difference between Chinese, or like, would you be able to tell which one it is? I realize if you maybe heard him side by side. But if you just heard one, you'd be like, oh, that's Japan. Yeah, probably. Okay. I'm pretty confident. Might have to put you to the test, bud. That's fine. All right, next pod, I'm putting you to the test. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wait, did you list yours? I, I spaced out. I did. Oh, French, okay. Boston, uh, Blake Lively from the town era, kind so, of. Please stop Boston hating accent. on my girl. <laughs> Finish. Uh, do you want to do on menchies for best? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess my on menchies are just like, mentionables uh, somewhere in the middle of best and worst, I guess. Well, we've kind of already talked about all of them. I guess like Italian, we're, I'm going to Italy. I don't really have an opinion on Italian. I probably will in two weeks. But I think it not being drafted was fair. Yeah, it's kind of in the middle of the road. I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily want it, but I wouldn't hate to have it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we kind of talked about it's, all it the was ones. On my, it, was on, it was listed on best and not worst for me. Okay, so it's closer impossible. to the top. I think I'd agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have anything else. What, what else do you got? Yeah, I had Canadian on there. I actually did have Japanese on best. Uh, and then I had... Interesting, okay. I had Teal Day listed as one of the best accents out there. Teal Day? What? Yeah, the Teal Day, like the little swirly over the N in Spanish. 
Oh, okay. Like an accent. I thought that was yeah. some tribe or something that you were, you were no. going for. What about Native American accent? Uh, not up there for me, no. I should have just stuck with, we should have just stuck with American for all the, uh, all the bad ones, just to Great. avoid getting canceled. Um, okay, anything else? Teal day, that's stupid. Uh, thank you. Worst accents, I had, I had ranchers attempting Spanish accents. <laughs> like, or attempting to speak Spanish. Like, like, like the commercial I like to tell you about, like, uh... The George Clooney commercial. Our casa is your casa. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I know it's and probably I did that on a tortilla. Tortilla. Is anybody yeah. like fucking up? Yeah. Just Quesadilla. Yeah. I did have British listed as worse, but I was thinking Cockney. Okay. British. Fair enough. And I actually, I wish I would have drafted this one instead of Finnish. Is <clears throat> Valley Girl. Valley Girl is pretty rough. Like that mm-hmm. dumb blonde kind of California, you know. Okay. Sure. Oh my god, I don't know if I could do that. I guess it's an accent. It just feels like it should be something else, but I guess it is. Yeah, an it does feel like it should be something else. That's fair. Mm, I don't know. I guess that's the way people. I don't talk. know. Valley Girl is recognizable. I feel what like about would like it's like how uh, Mona Lisa in Parks and Rec talks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Denny. Denny, funny, please. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. All right, that, that'll do it for our accent talk. That'll do it for our accent talk. <clears throat> All right, before we get to a little trivia coin, uh, we haven't done a lot of talking about our Lord and Savior, LeBron James. He is in the Western Conference Finals against the Nuggets. We've got LeBron Jones. LeBron James. We've got a bubble rematch in the Conference Finals. Pretty exciting. Yep. Uh, give me yep. your thoughts, coin. The Lakers, I mean, at this, right now, it might not feel like it, but I kind of feel like everything's gravy from here on out, right? Like, I don't know if we were supposed to win two two rounds even, but, I mean, I'm feeling confident <laughs> in the Lakers. They look really good, and what I was thinking about today, and I, I know it was kind of coming up on Twitter, I was thinking about it before that. I'm not just easily influenced by the media. But it does feel like we have two of probably the top five players left in the playoffs, right? Uh, who, who are you talking about? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You're okay. saying the Lakers have two of the two of the what top four? You said top five. <clears throat> top two of the top five. I'd say for sure. I'd say Jimmy Jokic and Tatum probably have a decent claim for top three. And again, Jimmy's. I keep saying again. I hate that. I always bitch when people on podcasts say again when they haven't previously said what they're about to say, and I'm doing it mm-hmm. a lot on this pod. I don't know where that came from, but um, again. <laughs> Jimmy wasn't, I would say, as good as these guys in the regular season, but that's kind of his thing. I'd say right now, yeah. though, he's a, you got to have him top three. So I think LeBron's probably five. Yeah, that's fair. Davis on a given I'm night could be two, but probably is four. I'd put I'd put AD ahead of Tatum. Okay. I don't know if you Tatum's saw just the game inconsistent. yesterday. I mean, okay. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, he had oh, a great game. Yeah. He had a great com- game on Sunday. You're saying he's consistent, so you, you want to give Anthony Davis the nod over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, done a lie. <laughs> no, but I, I think you would make the – I'd say the top our top two is better than any top two. Um, yeah, maybe on a given good. night, Murray and Jokic or, or Tatum and Brown. So but. is is what is, is – I, I think the more interesting talk is the 
six to ten, so it's probably Brown at six, right? Yeah, it's Brown. It's Murray. Bam. <clears throat> yeah, probably Bam. I mean, that's the problem. Is well, then though, it's just like it's a toss up, you know. Shit, yeah, you can start start looking at Reeves at this point. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, I, I, I do sort of agree with you about the gravy thing. I think I will feel that way as long as, uh, Boston doesn't win at all. Like if Boston wins at all, I'll be pissed off about this season. If they don't and either, I just, I guess Miami could win it all. That would be fucking wild, but I'm I'm not going to rule it out. But like if Denver, if Denver beats Boston or Denver beats Miami in the finals, and the Lakers made it to the West Finals, and let's say LeBron doesn't do totally shitty in the Western Conference Finals, like, that was a good season. I was happy with it. Yeah. I, Although, I totally agree. As Bron stands, you could also think of it as is this the last chance to get a ring as a legit contributor? It's getting starting to wind, but. I, I, I'm getting more excited just because I think that. He paces himself a lot more, and like obviously he played forty-two of the first forty-three minutes of that closeout game against the Warriors. I just think as 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 long as he knows there's only so many games he has to play from here on out, he can put together a 2019, 2018-esque <clears throat> LeBron run. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the weird part is, and the part that makes me think he's legitimately hurt is that. He freaking almost averaged 30 points a game for 55 games in the regular season. Like, and he's right now putting up, what, 24 and 10 or something and something picking like his spots. Yeah. Like, maybe the intensity of these playoffs games is, is so much higher that that's why he's conserving himself. But to me, it seemed like he was exerting more energy in the regular season. Um, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe that's he's true. just... He, I'm not going to put it past him that he's just on another mental level than everybody. And he knew, hey, I could give 70% effort, we'll beat Memphis in six. I can give 70% effort, we'll beat Warriors in six. And now he's got the best team in the league. Maybe he'll give 100% effort. I, I don't know. But I, I have a sense that he's not 100% right. No, I, I do agree with that. I'd especially, it's, to me, it's when he's driving to the rim when he doesn't explode towards the rim. You know what I mean? It's really He's very weird. afraid to jump into people. And it's, I think he knows he can't plant off his foot the same way to drive that power to get up. And there's a lot of times when you're like, three years ago, LeBron would have dunked that. That would have been fine. It's over. Yep. But it seems like he's leaving a lot to chance with layups and not getting the height he's used to getting. And I'm sure that feels like it's throwing him off a little bit too, to not have that trust in his body. I'd say that's the best observation that he, yeah, he, he's just not, his hand isn't as high up and he's, the angle isn't quite the same because he's used to being higher in the air, more vertical. I, I don't want to say verticality because that's what they always say, but uh, he's used to, and, and he's gotten blocked a little more often and stuff. And you notice mm-hmm. like when he's going really fast to the rim, it's like he carries through under the basket more than he used to because he used to exactly. propel himself upward and come back down. Now he's just like zooming right under the basket and just trying to like yeah. sneak it up so no one blocks him, which it feels like he's sort of like figuring that out. Like didn't it feel like in the mm-hmm. last game some of the finishes were not LeBron-esque, but it's like he's getting more comfortable with it. It's like I don't know if he's like in real time developing his old man game or something. 
It kind of does feel that way. And I think uh, it's funny because I, I bring this up knowing that I think I was watching game four or five with Nikki and I was complaining. I was telling her, I was, you know, he just doesn't have the same explosion and whatever, whatever. I think two seconds after I said that, he had a put back slam and I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it's like yeah, I mean, about him not having a, and he, he can do it sometimes still. He can. He had definitely the, not there all the time. Yeah, he had the like windmill reverse, uh, like in the first round, right? Or in the, yeah, in the yeah, plan yeah. or something like that. And then he still will like reject Curry. Like he's got flashes, but so. I'm excited. I think it is a good sign. I, f- I do feel that he is expending way more effort on defense. And he's, I mean, nobody is better at the, the weak side block than LeBron. He's the best. It's crazy to have LeBron and Davis, like, lurking. Like, think about as somebody driving in the lane. Like, those are the two things you no, have to worry scared. about. Like, you can when, tell that the Warriors were terrified of it. When AD is going balls to the wall, closing out, I'm almost surprised when he doesn't block it. It's fucking insane. Yeah. He's so I long, agree. and he times it so well. And then yeah. you have Le- and LeBron. Like, it's, it's no wonder they have the best defense in the playoffs right now. Yeah, exactly. And they are just... It's, it's kind of funny that after all these years, you know, small ball is the, the, the move. That's what everybody's playing. It's this motion offense. The Lakers are fucking huge, and they're just winning with size. They're just kind of bodying people right now. It's pretty cool. I'm, I'm really excited for the series, even though I'm probably not going to be able to watch, like, half the games because they're on at 2.30 in the morning in Italy. But um, it's interesting because I remember Katie and I watching Kings Warriors versus Lakers Memphis and thinking, the Lakers cannot keep up with these teams. There's no way. It right? was exactly what I thought. I think we texted each other about that, too. So like, that's my feeling... That's my feeling with Denver right now. But it's just different, right? Like, the, the Suns don't have... Like, Aiton isn't Davis. Like, the Suns don't yeah. have that. So maybe the, the complexity of the game changes entirely and they have a chance. Like, my, my gut is like, there's no way. I, I kind of had that feeling against Golden State, though. So who knows? Yeah, I, I did too. And, and then I was thinking that, you know, if, if the Suns didn't have the firepower to keep up with the, the Nuggets, how would we... But then I came back to the same thing we were just talking about. Are, are LeBron and AD not a better one-two than Kevin Durant and Booker right now? That's I don't close, think I can but... give you that. I think it's, I guess, worth the discussion. I mean, I, I actually think the, the biggest difference is I think the Lakers supporting cast offensively, I trust a lot more than the Suns. That's fair. And that's what would give them the advantage. Like from a scoring perspective, without question, Booker and on and Durant are better. <laughs> if you just want to talk about overall impact and players, I think it's a conversation. Um but if we're talking about just like having the ability to keep up with Denver scoring points, I think the X factor is more having dudes that can create their shot like Russell and, and Reeves and um and Rui and stuff like that. Yeah. No, that's, that's totally fair. So what do you think? We're going to win? We the Lakers? Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to talk myself into, is it worth it just betting on the Nuggets? But I don't want to. So. Do I you have know what the series say, price is? It's like plus 120 or something like that for the Lakers. That's it? Yeah. There's, yeah, a, there's I, a lot of faith still. in the Lakers. Yeah. No, you, you better not. Gross. Don't do that. Yeah, no, I won't do it. I have to you say... You see that the, the Celtics are minus 550? Ooh, okay. What's, what are the heat? Right. Uh, Got to be plus, plus 280, plus 300. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to say, 
Boston, LA, Tatum versus LeBron would be probably the most nervous I've ever been watching a basketball series and the most like the most personal pressure. Like that would put a lot of pressure on me because uh-huh. talk about the like ultimate swing and outcomes. Like imagine Tatum being beating LeBron in the finals versus LeBron being Tatum. Like, oh my gosh, that would just give me a heart attack. So I'm glad I'll be back in the uh, in the States for the finals. I'm I'm still rooting my ass off for the Heat. So because I, oh I don't know yes. if I can if I can I, handle that. This that would be similar to Falcons Patriots Super Bowl. For mm-hmm. me, just horrible. Just the stakes are the exact. I just don't want Boston to be good at anything ever. It could set up for, God, like the 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 storylines coming out of that series either way are just incredible. Like you got to think. You gotta think if the fix is in with the NBA that that we got a good shot because they want Boston LA. Yeah. Why wouldn't they want Boston LA? I will say uh, you're asking how I felt. I did almost talk myself into betting Lakers sweep earlier today, so <laughs> I'm still fairly confident. <laughs> oh man, that's incredible. Uh, you I might do it. it still. We'll see. What are yeah. the odds on that? <laughs> it's gotta be great. Yeah. No. Uh, not what? 10 to 1? Uh, yeah, you're right. 15, 20, you might so, be right. 10 to 1? That's terrible odds. Yeah. I'd do 20. All right. Uh, anything else on B-Ball, Lakers? No. That's Ten. it. All right. What time is it? Uh, right now, it's uh, 10.33. Nope. do don't that's right, everybody. It's time for Stumptown. That's right, everybody. Mm. Welcome back to Stumptown, the trivia show hosted mm. by both Noel and myself, where on opposite weeks, Noel and myself will pitch one of the questions to either Noel or Coin, which is myself and himself. This week, it is my turn to pitch, that is Coin talking, to Noel. And it's my turn to catch. A Stumpy Town. <laughs> <laughs> we alternate. Uh, okay. <laughs> nice. No. Yeah. Sunday saw Jason Tatum do what he hasn't been able to do for much of these playoffs. Put together a complete game. The scoring has been there, but it has come in spurts and it has times cost his team. Heading into the fourth quarter of game six, Tatum was one for 13 and 0 for six from three before going four of five from beyond the arc towards the end of the game to hold off the Sixers and head the series to the clinching game seven. I've always been a Tatum hater and have noted such on this podcast, but what he did in Game 7 was nothing short of incredible. Scoring 51 and setting the all-time Game 7 scoring record just two weeks after Steph set the mark at 50 against the Kings, he took 28 shots in the game, shot 60% from three, and got to the line 14 times, while also grabbing 13 boards and dishing five assists. A true masterpiece. Now, going against the Heat in the conference finals, the Celts will need every ounce of it to stave them off and get a second finals appearance in as many years. The scoring is incredible, but his rebound numbers got me thinking of who the all-time conference finals rebound leaders were. Luckily for me, StatMuse has the answer. What I have in front of me, Noel, is the 20 leading active players in conference finals rebounds. And from that list... There are eight players still playing. Obviously, LeBron is number one by a wide margin at 552 rebounds, 8.6 per game. That's over 64 games. 
Uh, I would like you to name five of the seven remaining players in the top 20 of active players in conference finals rebounds. It's a lot of qualifiers there, but do you understand what I'm asking? Yeah, active meaning just they are still playing in the NBA, not like still alive in the playoffs, right? Correct, correct. Five of the top, well, two through eight. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Five of the top seven, and then on those seven are all on teams right now playing. They're on the four teams remaining. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're saying all five. So five of the top seven of all active players also happen. Okay, no, you're just talking about this is out a of list, the current. This is a list okay. of twenty active players for conference finals right. rebounds. There are eight total still on teams playing, and. I gave you one of LeBron, so I want you to name five of the other seven. So it just so happens that eight of the top 20 active players in conference finals rebounds are still alive. I mean, still alive yeah. in playoffs. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's pretty wild. That's well, crazy. That right? should be pretty easy because there's not that many people to choose from. Correct. Uh, all right. So let's go with... It should be pretty easy. It should right. be pretty easy. But now that I'm thinking about it, who is this? Well, Miami's been in a bunch. Uh, so let's just, let's try Jimmy Butler. Already a Jimmy no. Jimmy Butler is not in the top 20. All right, let me, let me change gears here. Uh, rebound. So damn. Also surprised by that. That promise I wasn't trying to do a gotcha. I got gotcha. you. I mean, shit. I, I, I should have just, just gone with this. Let's go with Tatum. Jason Tatum, number 13 overall, and the fifth of the remaining players. Okay. Let's go with... I guess, yeah, Davis has only been to one, right? Uh, and I don't, the Nuggets? Like, who's on the Nuggets? I guess let's go with Bam. Bam Adebayo, number 19 overall and the seventh of the seven remaining players. All right, there's got to be a bunch on the Celtics. I'm going to go with Hawford. Who? <laughs> I was trying to say it like Mark Jackson. Al Hawford. Hawford? Al Horford, number 11 overall and the fourth of the seven remaining. Hmm. I'm struggling here. I mean, I guess I'm just going to go with Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is correct. Noel, okay. the sixth of the seven remaining and number 15 overall. That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. He's four rebounds behind Tatum. Who's on the fucking nuggets? Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Jeff Green. That is incorrect, no. Noel. No Jeff Green on this list. I don't know how many... He's probably only been to the conference finals twice, right? Probably, yeah. I just got excited because I know he's been on good teams, though. He's, he might only yeah. been with the Cavs once and maybe the Celtics once. So. Okay, do I have one more or is that, am I done? Yeah, you got one more. One more guess? Um, is Haslam active? Let me just ask that. Yeah. He's an active player? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll go with Haslam. 
Udonis Haslam, <laughs> number five overall and number one of the seven Fuck remaining. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 38 right. conference finals games, 234 rebounds. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right, who did I miss? Mid-season acquisition, Kevin Love. Of course, ah, plays for the Miami ah, Heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay. one, and this one would have been the toughest one. Basically signed right before the playoffs started with the Lakers. Mm, Tristan Thompson. Yeah. yeah. Shoot. Dang. Mm-hmm. Cavs. Okay. Okay. Uh, I should know that because Katie hates Tristan Thompson because she's a big <laughs> Kardashian fan. And he's, he's a, is she? I did not know that. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently he's not a good guy is what I'm is, is what No, I'm not great. But he's he's but they show him on rebounder. TV a lot. <laughs> a great <Yeah>. rebounder. <laughs> Do you remember Della Dova, Tristan Thompson, Alley Oops, dude? Were those the best thing or what? The best. The best. <laughs> so fun. Uh, uh, well done, Noel. You have not you. been stumped. You uh, you did amazing. I thought it was a fun list. There, it was, was very a couple fun. guys that were very tough to get, but I was glad that you you got there with Udonis. Really nice guy. job. Really nice job. Okay, uh, that's gonna do it. For another episode of the Rookie Ooh. Show. Um, the Rookie Show is supposed to be shorter. My bad, Noel. That's all good, man. I just I, we started early, so I just really wanted to get to bed. So all good. Um, and I, I was able to come home from work early and get it done. So it's all good. All good, man. Great. Uh, good. You can follow us at Rookie Show Pod on Twitter and the gram. You can. You can. Uh, Coin, where can they follow you? You can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. Where can they follow you, Noel? Uh, you can follow me at DeCreamFillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Knoll on Instagram. Right. The C, of course, stands for Combs. Combs, ah, comma, Combs Luke. Travis Knoll. Travis Knoll? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's for the CBC Merit Awards. Ah, uh, that's what it should be. Big CBC time. MAs. Big, C, CBC MA, Travis Knoll. Yeah. CBC MA sounds like a drug. It does. MDMA, basically. It's like... Nah, that's what it is. Okay, that's where I'm getting it. Yeah. All right, who's, uh, who's playing this out? You want your boy Lukey to play us out? <laughs> Luke Combs. You know any Luke Combs songs? Uh, no. I could not name one. Not a big, not a big pop country. Could, could, Luke's not How many do you think poppy. you could name off the top of your head? Oh, dude, I could name 12, probably. Oh, damn. it's a lot. Uh, let's go with... Uh, I'm trying to think of what the best one is. Uh... I mean, he just sings about drinking beer. I mean, that's, that's what it's about. That's, yeah, there you go. Beer Never Broke My Heart. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, I know that one, of course. <laughs> beer, beer I'll, I heart. haven't decided what song I'm playing, but Luke Combs, play us out. Play us out. See you. I've had a large mouth pass, bust my line, a couple beautiful girls tell me goodbye. Trucks break Dogs run off, politicians lie, been fired by the boss. It takes one hand to count the things I can count on. No, there ain't much man that ain't ever let me down. Long neck eyes, cold beer never broke my heart. Like diamond rings and football teams are torn this
Never broke.